Blog Talk Radio. This is Speak Life Radio, a Go Tell My Brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Carly Renee. Come on, let's see what the Lord has to say today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, beloved. Like I come on sometimes a little dry because I be I have to fight with blog talk. Uh, you know, I'm just you know just fighting with blog talk to just cooperate with a sister. Okay. <laughs> well, good morning to you, beloved. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Now, today is July 19, 2021. I want to say welcome to everyone. Welcome, family. Welcome to all those that it's your first time listening to Speak Life. If you've been with Speak Life or heard a few Speak Lives and uh, not even heard, been a part of, because we're family, uh, iron sharpens iron, we're edifying the body. Or if it's your last time, get the seed, get the seed. You're either going to get the seed or you're going to get watered because the Lord has something to say to all of us. So I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I pray we're in agreement with that. I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the kingdom of God, the bride, the whole house of Israel. In the name of Jesus, I'm lifting up the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trucking down, those taken by misdealers, those that are grieving and mourning in this time. Lord, I ask you to send the comforter. Send the comforter in the spirit of peace that passes all understanding in the name of Jesus. And I'm lifting up the peacemakers, those with a grateful heart, those that singing and dancing and clapping their hands unto the Lord, proclaiming the good news of the gospel in the name of Jesus. The soldiers, the soldiers in the army of the Lord, slingshot swinging, okay? Yes, we're lifting up the body. I got to encourage we got to encourage one another so i have uh a teaching i have a teaching i used to just do the teachings in the videos but i have a word like god deposited a lot into me this morning so i'm talking about i can't talk about today the lord the church the enemy in Babylon, the Lord, the church, the enemy in Babylon. So I was I was thinking of, you know, where to start. Lord, I acknowledge you in this speak life. Lord, I know it's you. So take over, completely arrest everything in me, everything out of me, everything on the computer. Everything in spiritual realms, everything in the ear that you sent to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Arrest, rule, and abide, Lord God, and rain down, rain down your majesty. Hallelujah. Lord God, as you have set us to proclaim your gospel and be watchmen 
Lord God, I'm praying that you do you just show up so marvelously that it astounds. And I pray that the the doctrine comes forth with authority because Jesus is speaking to me, through me, and for me, and the Holy Spirit sends forth the fire to burn and consume everything that refused to receive for deliverance, healing, and enduring until the end. The gospel is sound. Thank you, Lord God. Water us, cleanse us, purify us, sanctify us, blow breath, wherever the person stands in need. Father, I know you shall deliver in Jesus' name. So, um, okay, we are going to keep going forward because the one thing about Speak Live uh, on Facebook, Facebook, Lord, you said, if I lay hands on the sick, it shall recover in the name of Jesus. So I say, bind up the enemy because this is the word. So the the thing is, right, um, let's start in the beginning. So, yeah, let's start in the beginning. Okay, so the Lord, in the beginning, you know, he created everything. Uh, And in the name of Jesus, opening this thing up from the beginning, literally. So in the beginning, the Lord laid down the law. In the beginning, the Lord laid down his law. He laid down his law. He laid down his law. Yeah. He said what... Everything had a boundary. Like he said, everything was framed by the word of God. So everything has a boundary from the beginning. From the beginning, okay, in the beginning, Genesis 1, God created the heaven and earth. So he created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. The earth didn't have anything. There was no substance in the earth, okay? It was Without form, the word had not been spoken yet, okay? And it says, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, okay? And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning was the first day. So he already laid down the law right there. He started laying down the law. Okay, this is going to be this, and this is going to be that. So from the beginning, God was putting order into what was void. He was putting order into it. He was putting order into what was without form and void. Okay, so the order came. And the enemy was present. The enemy knows the law, okay? The enemy knows the law. I am so excited. The enemy knows the law. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. Okay, so that's the law. That's his order right there. The firmament is to do this. My God, like, okay. The firmament is to do this. The firmament assignment, okay. 
Now, the light assignment is to push back the darkness, is to illuminate. Now, and the darkness assignment is to be dark, okay, separated from the light. And then the firmament assignment is to divide the waters from the waters, to divide the waters from the waters. That's the assignment. That's the assignment, okay? That is the assignment for the firmament, is to divide the waters from the waters. Everything has a law. Everything has a word of assignment for it. Everything has a law, and everything has a word of assignment for it. So Facebook, you come in back in the midst because I was knocked off of Facebook. But you're back in the midst. You're going to get what you're supposed to get. So the firmament had an assignment, okay? And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. So things that were cast out, they below it, okay? And it was so. So that's the law right there. And God called the firmament heaven in the evening, in the morning, or the second day. So this is what heaven does. Heaven separates the waters from the waters. That's the, that's the law for heaven. That's the law. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place. That's the law. Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place. And let the dry land appear. So this this is a law. This is this is what they're supposed to do. Okay? And God oh okay, and God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding the seed, and the fruit trees yielding fruit after his own kind. So the earth brings forth grass, the herb yields fruit, uh, yields seed, and the fruit tree yields fruit. That is the law. And not only that, after his own kind. So it can't be just developing or creating or bringing forth anything. It has to look like itself. The seed within itself. Okay? Like, I'm learning. <laughs> okay. Um, and it was so. No, he said, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, upon the earth, okay? And it was so. Okay, so that's the law. This is laying down law in the first day. Everything in spiritual realm, hear what the law is, okay? So because everything that's supposed to form these things have to come together. It's the law. And the earth brought forth grass. The earth did what it was supposed to do. And the herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Okay. And the evening and the morning was the third. Oh, wait a minute. No, I was wrong. Okay. We on the third day here. I'm, I'm, so within the three days, they had laws, okay? Forgive me for that. So the thing I just saw, this is the importance of where you 
attend or now where you watch, um, where you get your food, where you get your seed, and where you get your fruit from. This is the importance of where you attend service for church. Just saw this. Because you're going to look like whatever that seed is, you're going to look like whatever that fruit is produced. You're going to look like that. Whatever is coming forth from that vessel within that body, part of the body, or that congregation, whatever seed is being sown, whatever fruit is being produced, that is what you're going to look like. That's what you're going to look like. So except it is not of that seed and not of that fruit, it's not going to look like that. So it may attend, you may watch, and you're not receiving what's going forth because you don't look like that. A lot of people just watch. I I, I look at stuff and I'm like, how many pastors can feed into one sheep? Now, God laid down the order, okay? So, I mean, some people listen to a million pastors or 10, 20, 30, every pastor that opened their mouth. And this is why they're in a state of confusion because that is not the Lord. That is not the Lord. The Lord is not sending them to do that. They're not, the Lord is not sending us to a million and one pastors. The Lord is not doing that. The Lord is not doing that. For whatever reason, that's gluttony. That's gluttony. That's what that is. When uh, spiritual, spiritual, spiritual gluttony, that's what that is. When you're going from pastor to pastor, table to table to table to table to table, it's just like natural gluttony. It's the same thing. It's just a spiritual gluttony. And it's a confused individual because all those seeds are not the same. And all those fruit, uh, all those trees or all those fruit trees are not yielding the same fruit. So that makes a confused individual because they're taking too much into their spirit man they're taking too much in okay so it says uh, and god said let there be light in the firmament so now we're on the fourth day and god said let there be light in the firmament okay so this is a a, a command going forth of the heaven so this is where the lights are supposed to be to divide the day from the night. That's their job. That's their assignment. That's their purpose. Okay? To divide. Their purpose is divide. That's their purpose. It's to divide. So they got their assignment. Okay? And their assignment is to divide. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so now I'm I'm trying to uh, do this thing on Speak Life here because uh, I've gotten knocked off of Speak Life again on Facebook. Okay, so, and then um, it says, 
uh, to divide the day from the night and let them, give them, allow them, give them permission to be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. This is all the assignment. This is the law that's laid down by the Lord. He is the law. But this is the law laid down by the Lord. This is what you're supposed to do. Light. Let there be light. So with the light, where they're supposed to go, the lights are to be in the firmament of the heaven. What are they supposed to do? They are supposed to divide. They're supposed to divide the day from the night. And they got more than one uh, purpose. And they are supposed to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs. So they're also for signs and they're for seasons and they're for days and for and for years. Okay. And let them be for light in the firmament of heaven to give light. So another part of your responsibility is to give light upon the earth. And it was so. So they, everybody's doing their job, right? Everybody's doing their job. So it's a, a God made two great lights. So there's a higher authority over the regular lights. So God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. This is their responsibility. This is their assignment. This is the law from the Lord, okay? And he made the stars also, okay? And God set them. This is where you're supposed to be, okay? And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. That's their assignment. Not to give light anyplace else, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. No. You are to give light from heaven upon the earth. That's their assignment. And to rule. These are the two great lights. And to rule over the day and over the night. To rule over the day and over the night and to divide. So you got to know what you're supposed to be doing. And to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. You're doing what you are sent to do as your assignment. God saw that it was good. So guess what? It was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, let the water bring forth abundantly the moving creature that have life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament. So it shouldn't be flying beneath the earth. It shouldn't be flying into the earth. Throughout the earth, it should be flying above the earth. Everything has an assignment. So in those days, he set up the assignment. Okay, so, and then he started, then he created, okay? Then he created. It says, man, it says in the sixth day, and God said, let us, let us, let us make man in our image. Now, 
we've talked about this on Speak Live, so I'm not going to go into that, who the us actually is, because I know a lot of people think it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. But no, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth. Wow. And over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So this is the assignment for the man in the image of ours, okay? And of us, who us is. And he says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So the seed and the fruit, you're going to look like who you were made by and created by. Because he said, let us make. So this man was being made, okay? And after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish. That's one thing. Of the sea. And over the fowl of the air. And over the cattle. And over all the earth. That's the assignment. That's the law. That's the frame of God. And every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. The man in the likeness have uh, dominion over that. So God created man in his own image, okay? So we should look like his seed, we should look like his fruit, right? And the image of God created he him, male and female created he them with the same dominion, okay? And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful. Here's your here's your other command. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it because you have dominion. Okay? And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over everything that moves upon the earth. So that's that law. That's that command. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then God, it says, um, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And we're going to skip down. And, uh, and the Lord took the man and put him into the garden, verse 15 of Genesis 2, and took the man and, wait a minute, see, because he did, I'll go back to verse 8. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward and in Eden. So that's where the garden is. And there he put the man whom he had formed. My God. Okay, wait. I just got something. Okay. Okay. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. So out of uh, out of the ground, the, more, the Lord made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life 
also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it was parted and became into four heads. Okay, so it says, I'm skipping down to verse 15, and the Lord took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. So the man that he formed, he put him into the garden. His assignment was to dress it and to keep it. But the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not um, wait. And the Lord God commanded, it's a command, and it's still a command, okay? And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, you may eat freely. That's your command. But, this is your conjunction, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. This is as far as I can see, I got to think about it. This is one where he said not to do something. Not. He laid a bounds or everything else. But this one came with a conjunction that you do not do something. You do not. This is your boundary. This is where you do not go. So this is a law. Okay? This is where you do not go. I needed to uh, read this. Yes. For this is, you shall not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For for in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. So it's the first consequence that is stated. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a help meet. For him, that's the assignment to help. And uh, did I? So the man was given the commandment to dress it and to keep it. But the one he made for him was to help meet for him. The man's assignment was to dress it and keep it. I'm just saying. It says then uh, that, you know, God uh, caused Adam to sleep. Uh, um, A deep sleep fell upon Adam, and he slept, and the Lord took one rib out. Okay, and then he made the woman. Okay, so the woman and the serpent transgressed the law. They transgressed the law. And Adam transgressed the three, transgressed the law, transgressed the law. And when they transgressed the law, it shifted. Everything shifted. So as far as God's people, everything was created framed, like the word says, uh, framed the world. Everything was created with assignment and purpose. Everything. Everything has a time, is a purpose for everything or whatever. Let me see what it says. Get it right. That was like, I should know that. That's the first verse. All right. So everything 
has an order. God didn't create anything out of order. But when the transgression happened, it shifted. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. So when when they transgressed and trust passed against the law, there was a shift because now it knocked everything into a dip. It, it because there's a transgression, there's a breach to to the order. And so I thought I was starting with um, I thought I was going to start with Noah, but. God walked us through this thing today. I realized that uh, this is an ongoing thing here because we are still transgressing the law. The church now has transgressed the law, and the church is transgressing the law of God. There is a law set down for everything. And so the seed is supposed to look, the, the seed receiver is supposed to look like the seed, and the bread and the fruit giver, the fruit receiver is supposed to look like the fruit giver. And so when we look at different, why the law was created by Moses, the law was created by Moses because Moses was given enough wisdom to create the law because he was given sight evidently to see transgressions of who God was. They were not looking like the seed or the fruit of God. So a law was created to identify lawbreakers, those that were breaking the law of God. The law was created to identify lawbreakers. So even within the body of Christ, the church, there is laws, okay? And there is law set up, the word, the law of God, the word of God is set up to identify what his laws are and whether we look like the the seed and the fruit of God. So the church, see, because there's the Hebrews and then there's the church. The Hebrews knew, the church knew. Because of the transgression of the Hebrews and the trespassing and the disobedience and the unbelief, the church was allowed to be given birth. And and if you if you go into Ezekiel 16, he says it's Ezekiel 16, and it's another chapter um, where the original chosen people of God did bad, but the sister did worse, did worse. So if you go into 16, he breaks that down, and then there's another one, and he gives a name. He says, Haluaba, um, the two sisters of the word. And that's why we can be called rebellious. We're rebellious because we refuse to honor. The two sisters um, is in Ezekiel 23. We refuse to honor the law of God. Even in the house of God is Aluaba, um, Alu, uh, Ahola, Ahola is the first, and then Aholaba or Aholaba, Aholaba is the second. 
Okay, so we we fall into uh, uh, rebellion and disobedience. Disobedience means we're disobeying something. Rebellion means we're just totally re- or uh, rebelling against something. We're revolting, and so we're in a posture of not following the law. And it's gotten so bad, it's gotten so bad that even those that are supposed to proclaim the law are breaking the law and teaching men so. And they are fighting over sound doctrine. They're fighting not over, they're fighting against sound doctrine because they want to keep dishonoring the law. And that's who a Pharisee or a scribe is. It's those that know the law but refuse to honor the law. So what they do is they create a breach, try to create their own law. That's an actual scribe or Pharisee. They know the law. They know the law. But they want to continue to transgress the law. So they make their own variations of God's already written in stone law. And we really believe somehow that we have the right to alter the law of God. And this is how you get into Revelation 22, because God says in verse, uh, let me get to it. God says it. God says it. And we're, many of us are so bold that we think we can justify transgressing the law. And in this day, you should surely die. But we don't believe it because the serpent, well, not all of us, the serpent is still talking to Eve, still talking to the bride, and Judas represents the church, okay? So Judas was with the law. Judas was with the word and yet wanted to transgress and go against the law, to destroy the law. Judah's job was to put the word of God on the cross. That was his assignment. Why? Because those that have studied and learned and even written and even taught did not want to honor the word of God. So they wanted to kill the word of God so they can have their own righteousness, their own doctrine, their own laws, their own traditions and want men to honor their tradition because that way you can transgress the law and still appear to be righteous in your own sight. That's the book of Judges. So it says here in Revelation 22 and 18, for I testify, I am testifying, I am telling you, okay, unto every man, there is no excuse. He is testifying to every man that hears, every man that hears, any man that has heard, I am testifying uh, unto every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. Many of us are walking around with sickness because we're adding to All these new living translations, this translation, that translation, they have transgressed 
the law of God. Because God said, he set a bound. God said, for I testify unto every man that hears. So if you have, if you took the authority to do a translation and you added to or you took away, you went against the testimony. It says unto every man that hears the words of this prophecy of this book, of the prophecy of this book. So it's no way you can rewrite a book and not know what it says. There's no way. There's no way. So he says, if any man add unto these things, God will add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. You put some of these New Living Translation, this translation, uh, you put these against our original King James, and they do not look the same. And you know that's the hand of the enemy, and that's the hand of Babylon. I am not going to have time in this to, to, to go through fully with this. So it says, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in the book. And if any man shall take away, remove something from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part of the book of life, the book of life, not the book of revelation, the book of life, Jesus Christ as a whole. The whole word of God is not the book of revelation. It is the book of life. I just thought that too. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Bless your holy name in the name of Jesus. So, you know, people can argue, no, I need this help. No, no, you don't. Because God is no respecter of persons. So the Holy Spirit can teach anyone that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So he says, if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. That's what he says. Mm -hmm. He which testified these things says, surely, it's a definite, surely, surely, it's a definite. I come quickly, amen, even so. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. That is Revelation 22, starting from verse 18. There is, you know, when people get into an argument, they're not arguing against the people that's proclaiming the gospel. They are arguing against the transgression. They are arguing against the law in the word of God. The word of God is the law of the Lord. So when people come against those that are proclaiming sound doctrine, I have been, well, and when people come against that, they are not coming against the person. They are transgressors and trespassers of the law in the word of God, and therefore, they do not want the proclamation the breaches. It will show the manifestation. This is what John 3 tells us. John 3 tells us this. 
He gave his, okay? And he says, uh, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, his word, that whosoever believes in him, the word, should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son, his word, into the world to condemn the world, but by but that the world through him, through his son, through his word of God, might be saved. He that believes on him, on Jesus, on his son, his only begotten son, the word of God, is not condemned. But he that believes not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only, which is the word of God, of the only begotten son of God, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the word made flesh, but it was the word before it was flesh. So when we transgress against that, that's what you're coming against. You're a transgressor, you're a trespasser. And and you don't want, you've already, we've we've all eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but there's those that's clinging onto that tree. And they cling onto that tree because he says what? And this is the condemnation. This is what is the condemnation. And men love darkness rather than the light. For everyone that does evil hates the light. Anyone transgressing the law, anyone living within sin, willingly, anyone that is a trespasser, the thing is they they love the darkness of that because those are evil deeds. It is evil to go against God's word. Either you're righteous and you're holy or you're not. There is no in between. We all come short. All of our righteousness is not about filthy rags, but are you diligently seeking and following the law, the Lord in his law? Because if you're doing that, you're going to fall. But the Lord, he's going to deliver you. But if you're a transgressor of the law, of the law in the word, in the Lord, then he sees you as evil. There is no in between. There's no in-between. There's no gray. There's no lukewarm. There's no in-between. Lukewarm, you're going to get screwed up. Lukewarm, you're going to, well, I, I don't know. Well, you know, I can't, well, if you can't judge a sin, if you can't judge between good and evil, it's because you, you, you don't want to be in it. It's that simple. There's no way you can be a good fruit and can't see when the fruit is bad. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way when your fruit is bad that you can't see a good fruit. There's no way. Spirit recognizes spirit. Spirit recognizes spirit. And regardless if we 